Hey guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. I'm George Camel. And this is Smart, Smart Money, Money Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. So this is the show where two friends who happen to be money experts talk about themes throughout culture with a drink in hand and what has to do with money. That's right. And today's drink, do you know where it is, Rachel? Spicy margarita. One of my absolute favorites. Because you know what we're talking about? Reality, Reality TV. TV. Oh. And when I think of spicy TV, I think, I about, think the drama of a reality show. I think of Bachelor in Paradise. You live for this. This is my episode, George. I and didn't this... think I liked reality shows, and then I started watching a few with my wife, and I was like, I get it. It's a, it's amazing. It's like a guilty pleasure, like trash for your brain. And here's the deal, George. In our everyday lives with, at work, in the walls of Ramsey Solutions, we are serious money experts. We're That's on right. the news. We're on podcasts. We're doing interviews. We have our own shows. Like we are doing Writing money, books. money tips. But this podcast, we get to talk about the Kardashians. <laughs> this is your dream. This is why you wanted to start this. <gasps> this thing. is basically the episode I've been waiting so, for. Let's you know how this goes. We start with a new drink every episode. We talk until it's finished, or at least until one of us finishes. And because of the nature of today's content, we've got the spicy marg. And if you wait until the end, we're going to give you our rating, break down the cost of making it, and give you the recipe. So what's in today's episode? Uh, so today we're going to talk about the costs to be on a reality TV show. And we realize that there's a lot of different types of reality shows, right? Fair. So you got like, yeah. You From got Survivor to the Kardashians, there's a spectrum. To American Idol, right? Like you got it. You got it all. So we're going to break it down in three categories. Shows that pay you big one, shows that you basically pay yourself to be on, and shows where you win actual money. Okay. And we're going to share some facts, opinions about each of these types of shows, and tell you what we would do with a giant lump sum of cash if we scored big on one of these shows. That's right. And I think we could, George. I think we could win. As like a team, I think you would win. I think I'd kicked off whatever the show is, episode (laughs) one, I'm out. But you're going to actually learn a lot. I know. It's shocking. How can you learn anything from these shows? That's part of this show, is we're going to teach you something about money. So let's get to it. All right. So first up, the shows that pay you. So you can't think of reality TV without keeping up with the Kardashians. Yep, they come to mind. Which is now the Kardashians. I have a totally different show, George. Uh, My wife was filling me in because I have no idea about any of this. So here's the difference. Keeping up with the Kardashians, like the whole premise was like they're just like you they fight like you their family has they're relatable yeah they're just like you the kardashians on hulu it's like heck no we're not relatable we're billionaires or however much money they have we have amazing cars and houses and spouses and kids and we're gonna show you everything. are the spouses amazing because i watched i watched the first episode of the new season no courtney man there's it some was, sad situations so sad well they're not Ooh. married though so technically not a spouse sure but yeah so the kardashians the new one it is it's just like all the glitz and glam so in 2010 the kardashian jenner family was worth about $65 million, which Not is a lot. bad, 12 years ago. But this year alone, Kim K, by herself, flying solo, her net worth, are you ready for this? Hit me. $1.8 billion. Holy, I'm impressed. That's impressive, y'all. You can say whatever Regardless you want about Kim K. what you think. Yeah, like what does she do? She's like famous for being famous. $1.8 billion? She has she's done something right. done very well. On, she's a... I will say this. She's an amazing businesswoman. Like, 
the way the stri- strategery. Yeah. Is that a word? You remember that word? Nope. George Bush, someone, come oh, on. Go play the clip. Yes, your teacher. So I had dinner with Lauren Michaels, the head of Saturday Night Live, and I said, he said, I put a great speechwriter on you, and he came up with st- strategery. And I said, wait a minute, I said strategery. <laughs> and he said, no, you didn't say strategery. I said, I damn sure said strategery. <laughs> he said, we invented it. I said, well, let me ask you this. Did he come up with misunderestimate? <laughs> Anyway, the Kardashians, this is Hulu spinoff. Uh, it's rumored the family's getting paid nine figures. Can we just go over how this I'm works? I was about to say, because six, six figures, figures is $100,000 or more. Seven figures is a million. Eight is like tens of millions. Yep. Keep going. And nine, George. Holy crap. Over Hundreds, $100 million. No freaking way. Man, we missed our shot, George. We really did. You know, it could have been... What are we doing here? It could have been keeping Sipping up with the Ramses. And <laughs> but, you know, sweet Denise and Daniel, they're not dramatic enough. They're just normal people. Oh. We okay, could, so I, could, I could have I figured something out for $1.8 Rachel would have created the drama. I would have done something for that. No, I'm just kidding. All right, my other uh, favorite show, Real Housewives. But I only watched two, two um, uh, seasons. What would you call it? Episodes? No, uh, two of the franchises. Like I guess okay, you would franchises. Say. That's good. Uh, the OC and Beverly Hills. So that those are the ones that that I love. So how does the show work? Um, they just follow like probably eight housewives, quote unquote, which just means women that are, yeah, they're working or they have kids, they have families, and the spouses and of celebrity. No, 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 people or no, no, nope, nope. They're not. They're just normal I'm people. not sure who they are. Well, they're normal, but they have money and glam, glam squads. So camera, and they have drama and they fight and they go on trips. And I don't know, but it's wonderful, George. Okay. I think you would love it. So, so for example, Bethany Frankel, who was on Real Housewives in New York. So she's considered probably one of the most successful Real Housewives. Actually made money outside the show. But for her first season, she only made $7,000 for the whole season. But her last season that she was on, according to page six, she made a million dollars million dollars so forty thousand dollars per episode just which for living just for awesome. being her yeah but now she has like all these businesses and she has um like skinny girl like i mean she has all this stuff out there wait like skinny girl popcorn i think it's skinny that girl can't popcorn. be the same thing no skinny girl wine wine oh, oh i've seen skin- skinny girl wine and it's not skinny girl popcorn George. for sure it's just skinny girl skin- popcorn no it's just skinny popcorn from it. costco doesn't have girl on there it. There is skinny girl popcorn. No, there's not. I'm googling. I'm googling it as we're sitting here. There's no way there's skinny girl popcorn. That oh, doesn't exist. Oh, Rachel, it's there's skinny nothing I love more from than the green. You it's wrong. skinny pop. Skinny right? pop. Yes. Oh man, I have never loved being more right I than am being right, right here we go. about skinny, skinny pop- girl popcorn. I just see a Walmart something. Well, I, I don't see anything on your screen. Did you Google skinny girl <gasps> popcorn? Okay, that's her though. That's her, George. That is her. So you knew, but you I didn't knew. even know. Wow. You know, Rachel, I think I know more about the Real Housewives than you at this point <laughs> because of my knowledge of Skinny Girl Popcorn. I don't want to say that's true, but I feel like it's playing out that way. Wow, George. Have I bought Skinny Girl Popcorn? I'm not at liberty to say, <laughs> but the answer is an absolute yes. Why did you buy Skinny Girl Popcorn? Because of the ingredients. Wow. It has like okay, so Bethany Frankel, this is it, y'all. She I was influenced her, by a real housewife and I didn't even know didn't it. Didn't even know wow, it. Wow, my mind is blown. Yep. Business platforms, man. Business. You taught me something. I taught you something. What'd you teach me? 
that skinny girl popcorn oh, oh, exists. Okay, Don't act okay. like you do. I, I, I do question wow. when you say those things. That is some pompous behavior from Rachel. So basically, yeah, I mean, they, these the people that make money really well is that they have businesses off of these shows. They have business acumen, if yeah, you Yeah, and they're smart about it, which I think is true. They get big platforms. They create brands. They make a lot of money. I think it's great. Okay, but let's face it. People aren't paying us millions of dollars to have cameras follow us around. That would be nice. It would be great. If I you're willing to watch that, I can... Would you do that, George? If someone paid me millions of dollars to live my very boring life outside of work... Now, work is probably the most exciting. I go home, and I'm, like, immediately in PJs, immediately, like, feeding the dogs yeah, and straight you. chilling. they cancel you. Feel like, Nobody wants to watch yeah, that. Yeah, the pilot episode drama. probably wouldn't be... Me neither. Me you don't neither. have a lot of... I mean, the most drama in your life is your kids, like spilling things and drawing markers on your car and, like, all kinds of That's chaos. True. Yeah, people probably don't The really, Ramsey kid chaos. Don't really care about that. Okay, so when you think about it, George, the Kardashians, Bethany Frankel, maybe a few others, they're kind of the exception. If you think about all the reality stars out there. And yet we feel like they're part of this culture of us feeling like we have to keep up. It's in the name. It's a nod to keeping up with the Kardashians. And you talk about keeping up with the Joneses a lot, and sometimes that can mean influencer culture and celebrities and yeah. what are they wearing and I want that purse now, and we lead very different lifestyles. Yes, and some of these people, I would argue, don't even have the money, or if they do, they're barely making, you know, to to make their lives seem amazing for these shows, to be part of these shows. So Movie magic and editing goes a long way. That's right. making people look Yes, yeah, so way. don't use this as a standard to compare your life because that is, it, it's a false standard. It's strictly entertainment. Yep. Anything beyond that will make you broke. I know. We got to keep that in the frontal cortex. That's hard. Because truthfully, they set a lot of the trends and they I have know. their own products that they're selling us. That's right. And it's easy to fall for that. Yep. So just be careful of the comparison game, especially with these reality stars. All right. Like skinny pop. Like <laughs> Like Skinny Girl Popcorn, which I didn't buy because I was influenced <laughs> I by Bethany. I cannot believe you eat Bethany's popcorn. I mean, who knew? It you influenced me. I want to try it now. It is good popcorn. I mean, it's still microwave popcorn, so still probably not like the best for you, sure, but cleaner but ingredients. Something. Something and, uh, for you. And they have a lime and salt. That, I, that was why I bought yeah, it. I think I go to this marg. Speaking of lime, can I just say, How's producer Lindsay, this spicy marg is hitting. It is just immaculate. It's really good. Yay. So if you like a little spice in your life. I'm working on my skills. Doing great. It's great. Up next, George, what do we have? Shows that cost you money. This is the opposite. Why you'd want to be on a show that costs you money, I don't know. (laughs) So in most cases, networks love making money off of reality shows because they are typically have a higher revenue return than just scripted shows, which is fascinating. And it takes less money to produce them. Makes sense. So they are making a lot of money off of these shows. So you're Um, telling me everything's unscripted on reality TV? (laughs) I'm not sure I buy that. I like to believe in my own world that it's all true. Every all the reactions, every, no, wow. of course it's not. But who but cares? it's less scripted. It's not line for line. Yes, there may and be there's some, some fabricated shows drama that don't that they don't pay people at all. Oh, that's true. Yep. So there's a lot of casts uh, that don't get paid, and one of those, one of my personal favorites with a lot less drama, is the Great British Baking Show. You know, I've never seen it, George. I watched it this weekend. <gasps> Because a friend here told me about it. And they were like, it is just lovely. And it gives you a little bit of hope 
for the world. It's just amateur bakers. So okay. these are amateur people just at home. They have normal jobs. And on the weekends, they film for this show. And they can practice during the week at home. But otherwise, they are on the show. They're in this big tent all together. And they're like so supportive of each other. And they all have sweet accents. Oh, it's because they're British, not American. It's because they're British. They're just better <laughs> people than us. And it's just amateur bakers competing. And there's a few judges who are like a cookbook writer and an artisan baker celebrity yeah. guy. And it is just a lovely show. And uh, they don't get paid to be on this show. Interesting. Yeah, okay. they do it for the honor and a cake stand. Have you seen the show, um, Is It Cake? Oh, yeah. That is that Same show. Thing? How did they get signed for a season two? It's literally a show where they have to guess. <laughs> well, is, is it, it not like the great British American baking show? No, <laughs> it's just people, show? it's just normal people guessing if something is cake or yeah. if it's plastic. No, that's, I've seen that one. Yeah. Is it different then? It's different. Very different. Okay. They're actually baking in ovens and having to make this stuff, and they have challenges, and okay. it's all sweets and cakes yeah. and biscuits and all that. So many of them keep their regular job. They film on the weekend, and it probably costs them money when you think about travel, taking time off work, getting the supplies for practicing recipes. And so that is one of the shows that actually costs you money to be uh, Another one of those is one of my favorites, The Bachelor. So if you are The Bachelor or Bachelorette, you actually get paid. And right okay. now, I think it's $100,000 from what Not I've read. Not a bad payday. It's great. That's great. You could travel the world, you know, all the things. Uh, but if you're one of the contestants, then it costs you money. You have to pay for so much. And I will say, on the Rachel Cruz show, I had Caitlin Bristow on. How amazing was that? I know. And then Jason came on, her fiancé. Uh, Were you fangirling pretty hard on that episode? I do. I do. Like, I mean, I was actually I nervous the or no? Um... I wouldn't say nervous. I was excited. I was just excited to meet her, though. Okay. Because I I love the show so much. So it was fun to like get all the insight information from her. Yeah. So. What did she tell you? Oh, everything. I literally asked her anything. She and everything. spilled the tea. Yeah, she really did. She was like out of contract or whatever. I think they have you like on contract. Oh, it's for like something. an NDA where you yeah. can't talk about and it. She was out of it, so she's like, ask me whatever you want. I'll tell oh, you. I love it. So she did say, yeah, when she was the lead, meaning she was the bachelorette, everything was provided for, everything. But when she was a contestant, it was the opposite. So you had to fly yourself to the auditions. You had to pay for your, yourself to be in a hotel room. You have to buy all your new wardrobe for potentially nine weeks of filming. You get all your you know, cosmetic treatments and buy makeup, all the things. Cosmetic treatments? <laughs> Botox, George. Filler. I mean, probably like the things that they do. I would think. Wow. Sure. So if you want free Botox, just no, no, the... no, no, no. They, this is what they have to pay for. Like when they're when they're a contestant. Who's forcing them to get Botox? Well, not forcing it, but they want to like look what they think is the best. I'm Isn't assuming. Is the point of the show to fall in love with someone for who they are? <laughs> Maybe I'm misunderstanding, Rachel. Nothing is real. Not even their face. <laughs> Nothing is real. Yeah. God bless. No, I did I hear this. They get a free ring from Neil Lane if they propose. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I know. The... I did my due diligence here, Rachel. But they have to make it two years as a couple. Otherwise, uh -huh. they have to give it back. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and this is an expensive Well, they ring. get some – Neil gets some placement on that show. And they do multiple camera shots into that ring box. And it's like, Neil Lane, Neil Lane. It must be an expensive ring. I guess so. But what's crazy, too, is, though, when you're a contestant on – the Bachelor, Bachelorette, people, they go into debt for it because they want to buy new clothes. They want to oh. do all this stuff. So Jillian Harris, she was season 13 on The Bachelor, and later she was a Bachelorette. But she she said that, yeah, we received some goodie bags on the show, but like half the clothes, they don't fit. There's not enough stuff. And she actually remortgaged her house oh, no. and spent $8,000 on clothing. 
So that's a bad idea. And, and she kind of came out ahead because she ended up being the bachelorette, which is great, all the things. But think about all the people that, yeah, that it stops. That you know, you get, it. you know, that first row ceremony, George, your name's not called. Oh. And you go home, and then it's like, oh my gosh, you just spent all that and you didn't make it. So, Yikes. and TV blogger Dana Weiss told Mike, I know that there are women in the past who cashed out the <gasps> 401k for the show. <laughs> And if you've listened to The Ramsey Show, our constant advice is never cash out your 401k. Oh, no, uh, for sure. So Yikes. It's a, it's a risky investment. Yeah. So, to long be on The Bachelor, Bachelorette. This is not a good idea. And it's not reality either. What you see on the show is beautiful people who have apparently fake faces. I'm just learning <laughs> right now. They're parading around, popping champagne. What you don't see is massive credit card statements, futures being robbed because they're cashing out their 401ks, a lot of stress, they're remortgaging their house. And so don't believe the yeah, lies. Don't everything believe everything you see. You see. I know. And don't ever, I mean, regardless of if you're on reality TV, these are bad ideas. That's true. From a financial don't, yes. standpoint. And people ask, like, do I cash out my 401k to pay off this type of debt? Or do I cash it out to help my mom? Whatever thing is. No. Fees, penalties, especially with retirement accounts. No. Leave it in. And even when the market's down, people are freaking out. Just oh, yeah. take the roller coaster ride. Take the ride. Uh, now, there is um, some shows that the cast, they do get a stipend. And one of my shows, which I love. Your shows? Love is Blind. Oh, yeah. another great one. I did watch the <gasps> that season. Oh, it's so good. That was a good one. It was a great one. It was an one. interesting concept. Can yes. you explain what it is for those that haven't watched? Yeah, so you enter into these pods, basically on a hallway, where one woman goes in one door, a guy goes in the other door, and there's a big wall in between you. You can't see each other, but you can talk. And you just talk, and you fall in love with a person based on their voice and what they say without seeing them. You get engaged before you see them, and then if you choose... To then accept you can the proposal. See what kind of Botox they got. <laughs> Apparently. Then you can Allegedly. see if they have really bad cosmetic stuff so, done to their face. Yes. Uh, on season one of Love is Blind, the cast had to pay for the majority of their own wedding expenses. So if you do propose and get married, oh, that's I didn't on know you. That. that is on you. Oh, man. Yep. Well, yeah. So a lot of risk there. And if you can't cover the expenses, uh, don't go on the show because that 15 minutes of fame is not worth it. No. All to go into debt potentially. Well, and there's probably a major way. pressure, right? I mean, there's pressure in real life to feel like, yeah, you want to keep up to a certain level. But especially if you're going to go be compared to other people, mm. there's debt. I mean, I would think for sure that much more pressure. Yeah. So it, man, take the pressure off. And even if you're not on reality TV, just... Don't feel like you have to keep up, Yikes. like we were saying earlier. And but. maybe, I don't know, see your future spouse before <laughs> proposing. That just feels like a good common sense principle. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't need to be said, but there it is. We're going to throw it out there. There throw we go. There. All right, last category. Shows where you can win money. This is my favorite person. So this is like real competition, yeah, right? This, this is, is actually based on skill and not Botox. Love so is a, I love Love that. Island, uh, Survivor, Big Brother, Top Chef, American Idol, Project Runway, Amazing Race. Now like, we're talking. We are, we are getting a prize, people. We are getting a prize. So which one would you be on, George, if you Ooh. had to be on all these? You know, Big Brother intrigues me because it relies on, like, social skills and, like, social manipulation, which sounds fun. Because I feel like I'm really good at being, like— Hey, they talk trash about you. You know what I mean? Like that kind of that level lie, of George? drama. No, I wouldn't lie, but I might, you know, try to fabricate mm. some drama for TV. Re I mean, this is a reality show, I know. Rachel. You gotta, you gotta manipulate it to win. As if the whole thing is truth. Do you? 
Uh, amazing race for me. I'm great at logistics, especially when I travel. I did not know that was one of your skill sets. We, oh yeah, we went to a we went to Disney World last fall break with uh, the girls. We left Charles, baby Charles, at home with another By family. Himself? What is this home alone? No. <laughs> he stayed with. Who did he stay with? Winston's parents. I'm just imagining parents. baby Charles with his hands on his face, like <laughs> no. <laughs> and we went with another family friend, right? Family, um, another family that are friends of ours. And we coordinated the trip together. So we stayed at the same place, same flight, all of it. And we they kept laughing at us because somehow we kept being ahead in the line to get the bus at the airport, to getting our room at the hotel. Like we always were first. One first. step ahead. I know. And they kept saying if we were on Amazing Grace, we would lose. In that moment, I feel like the Holy Spirit just said, this is a gift, Rachel. Use it wisely. So wow. one day, one day, George, I might be on Amazing Grace and I would kill it. I would kill it. I believe it. So what do you think is the motivation to be on one of these shows? Like, do you think people are going on going, I'm going to get a sweet payday real quick? Uh, yeah, I would think. I think there's probably a money motivator for sure. But do you think also it's kind of the personal challenge and excitement of like, America is going to watch me win? Because you're in any See, that's 3, what's scary for me. Which is very like, I want to win. I want to look good doing it. And that's reality TV. <laughs> that's why you love I'm this. I'm built for this. Uh, no, the camera aspect, I think, would make me the most nervous. Why would a camera make you nervous? Because you're this in, your like, because, George, I'm in Bangkok trying to get a new plane ticket, and I don't know how I'm going to act on Amazing Race, because I got to get my plane ticket you or my bus you're ticket. you're, like, worst side would come out because I don't know, of possibly, how competitive if you I are. get stressed, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, we got to, we got to get this yeah, done. Yeah, I don't have that competitive bone. I would just be like, you know what, Rachel really wants to win. I'm here for it. Do you know what show I'd tap out of, like, probably day one? American Idol. S that, too. I heard I, you sing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That would be I'm a I'm really sure you're bad. a decent singer. No, I'm not at all. But Survivor. Oh, Nothing yes. Nothing about that in me says, no. I want to go do that. If it doesn't have AC, it's not for me. That's just kind of my life mantra. Another one, American Idol, Rachel. I went to, the, like, the Disney. They have, like, an American Idol thing you can, like, try out and get on the show. Wait, what? Yes, it's a real thing. Like currently? Yes. And you did it? And I did it, and I made it through. Is it not a thing anymore? It's not a thing anymore. Oh, a few years man. ago, this was a thing, and I made it through the first round, and I, my brain went, bro, you're going to be on American Idol. And then I got cut from the second round. <laughs> George, I'm so sorry. I know. My music career already had failed, but that was like another indication that I should not that be That was in, bad. Yeah, that not was bad. A, Decent singer, but, like, not my forte. Yeah, like not just great. just a singer. I need a guitar to really make it pop. Oh, I'm sorry, George. Well, it's on right. any of these shows, you got to remember a couple of things. They have to pay taxes. Yep. Yep. So the winner of Survivor, which will not be me or you if we entered the show, they take home a million-dollar grand prize. Uh, but what's fascinating is Richard Hatch, the very first winner, did not consider his taxes. So in Ooh, 2005, he was accused of tax evasion for his prize, and he was convicted and sentenced to 51 months in prison because he did not pay his taxes on the show's earnings. Wow. For those of you doing the math, that's a little over four years. Whew. So, jail again, it's looking great. He well, wins. hopefully he survived jail. Man, but it wasn't worth it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so when something looks too good to be true, like a cash prize, it probably, probably is. is. Yeah. And we've heard these stories like Wheel of Fortune, you win the car, but what they don't tell you is you have to pay the taxes, taxes on it. Yes. On the MSRP price of that $50,000 car. And game show taxes and some people on can't like do it. Price is Right. No. And then they're they stuck in a worse position. I know. 
They have to forfeit that. And so you got to consider things like taxes. And generally, it's just safe to assume 50% is just gone. So yeah, I know. you're not yeah, going to yeah, yeah, like yeah. just retire on this That's and right. buy an island. It's not happening, Rich. <laughs> it's not happening. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Rich. Okay, but then that's kind of like the sad side. But there is the happy side. So the show, The Circle, it only takes 15 days to film. And the last season, the guy who won, Frank, was paid $150,000. And he used that money. Are you ready for this, George? What are you doing? We're going to give old Frank a clap. Are you ready for it? He paid off his grad school debt. Let's go, Frank. Frank. I Way love a to guy be named responsible. Frank winning anything. Hey, I think more Franks need to That win. is a amazing to story. To be Frank. That's an amazing story. Wow. So I like this. And part of this is taking care of your finances is really the best prize of all. And you don't even need to win a reality show to do it. And you don't need to be buying insane things that you might win on these shows. And so I want to tell everyone out there listening if you're hoping for like a reality show prize pool to change your life, like you need to rethink your life <laughs> and you can get out of debt and you can pay off your own grad school debt and you don't have to wait to be on the circle. No, you to don't. Do, do you think a lot of our listeners are waiting to be on reality TV? No, though? but I, th I think there's a mentality that like Again. there's going to be a thing, a moment, Rachel, yeah. that like changes everything. And the truth is, it's just this day by day consistency of living on a budget, living on less than you make, making sacrifices, cutting the subscriptions, doing the side hustles. That's the sacrifice that changes you, not a reality show. No. And I will preach that from here until eternity. Amen. Hallelujah. No, that's the truth, though. And what's fascinating, too, is those kind of that journey that you just described, it builds a level of character for you that when you actually do start building wealth, you can hold it. It's not like this flash in the pan where you have bad money habits and you're given all this money and then you probably squander it don't pay taxes on it because you forget about it or whatever the thing is. And then it leaves you in a worse situation than oh, before. Yeah. So there is something about the diligence over the long term that is so, so, so important. And we take calls on The Ramsey Show. And one of my favorite pieces of the show is the debt-free scream. People travel from all over the country to celebrate their debt-free journey. And they share their story. And what's amazing is like the debt payoff is great. We celebrate that. But the person they became because of the journey and the fact that they can face anything in life with more resilience, with more discipline, with more determination, that's what inspires me. Yes, it's, a, it's incredible. It really is. Oh, and wow. one of the you know, consistent things in that is that they believe that they can, right? I mean, you see people from every background, every, every city, every around the world. We've had people from internationally come in to do their debt-free screams, income levels, debt levels. So it is, it's a powerful thing. There's the thing. thread between this, a reality show winner and a debt-free screamer. They believe they could. So for majority of people, they're not going to win a big lump sum on a reality show, but you still could get a lump sum, whether it's from an inheritance or like an insurance payout. I mean, there's people that, you know, will get thousands, even tens of thousands of dollars. Even a, over a hundred thousand yeah, sometimes. Totally. And so figuring out what to do with that is important. Huge. But if you did ever get a big sum of money, here's some just advice. So build a team, kind of a board of advisors yes. that will sit with you and help you understand everything. So this is huge. When yeah. we get calls on the Ramsey show and people say, hey, I just got $100,000. I just got $500,000 in inheritance or I won the lottery. Yeah. We tell people to build a team. And here's what that means. You need an amazing tax advisor or CPA in your corner. You need an insurance agent in your corner, and umbrella insurance is one of the things you need to get because it protects 
the wealth because people will come after you. Yeah, they will. And if they, if they, if you get hit in a car I'm with them, say, Ooh, they're going to wait. My pinky toe, my pinky toe, George. Rachel just, just hit your foot. was and in now a fender bender with me and she I won the Survivor. Am, and, I, and I'm going to be cashing in. Another one, investment professional. This is huge because we see people go broke because they didn't invest that money and spent, instead they just spent it all. Yeah. You want to invest it wisely to make it work for you. An estate planning attorney, because now you got to worry about legacy and like, who am I leaving this to and what's the right way to do it in order to minimize my tax burdens? And lastly, of course, a tax attorney. That's because right. Because the we IRS, don't be rich. you know this, the IRS Richard. taxes prize money as an ordinary income. Yeah. So if you win a million dollars, they're going to see that as you just got a raise of $1 million. And taxes will be owed Pretty for crazy. sure. Yep. And we have endorsed local providers in all of these areas that are Rams trusted that we, we recommend. Because in all of these areas, whether you get a lump sum or not, they're very, very niche parts of money. And so you want to make sure that you're with people that know what they're doing. They're professionals. They do this day in and day out. Yes. And, you know, we whether or not you have a lump sum or you have $10,000, these are good people to have in your corner. That's right. Absolutely. So some things to do with that lump sum. Or if you just, yeah, get a raise at work or whatever it may be, you know, be giving first always and then start working the baby steps. If you don't have a $1,000 emergency fund, make sure you do that. Put it towards the rest, towards paying off all your debt. Uh, Build up a larger emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Start funding retirement, 15% of your income. Start funding kids' college, pay off your house early, and you can start building wealth. And that's the long-term play versus the flash in the pan of, you know. Well, and this type of money can accelerate that journey. For the normal person, this is could be a 10, 20-year journey. It's amazing. If you get this all at once, you got to steward this well. That's right. And it can work for you, and you can retire early and have this amazing life. But we also see really sad stories where it vanishes in a flash. I know. Because we decided we're going to just go spend all of this money and live this lavish life. Well, and people think if I just had more money, I would be okay. And is there an equation of that that is true? Yeah, it's a small percentage, but for the most part, it's the habits, right? If you are not great with money and then more money's given to you, you're going to continue not to be good with money, but on a huge magnified scale. So That's true. those habits are so, so key. And you can have some fun with it. We haven't mentioned that, but yes, you oh, can yeah, spend sure. some of it and go on an amazing vacation or get like a fun car. That's okay to do. Just make sure the ratios aren't crazy to where half of your life is tied up in a luxury car. That's right. That's insane. All right, George, I think it's time for our last segment. Oh, boy. Guilty as charged. Okay, this is where our producer, Lindsay, hits us with a question that, you know, may be a little convicting. And if we are convicted, we must take a drink. So, Lindsay, what's the question today? Okay, so today's question came from Christine on Instagram. She said, have you ever been mindlessly scrolling on your phone and you see an ad for a product you've never seen, didn't want, didn't need, but you got sucked in and you decided you needed it? And immediately hit the buy now button. If so, when did you do that? This question was made for Rachel. <laughs> Rachel lives for this. I'm a sucker for it's it, not y'all. If you're guilty, it's how guilty are you and how many Man, times have you succumbed to this, Rachel? Oh, jeez. I don't know how many times. I mean, it's a, it's Just a, give us the last time. It's enough. The most um, recent one. Okay, was it today? The last one was, and no, 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 it wasn't today. Um, and eyeshadows, there's a makeup brands and it came up on my Instagram and it was like eyeshadow in a pin. You're not going to drop the name? No. 
uh, I would totally give it if I knew oh. it. I don't even know it. It's oh, a wow. it's a um, a turquoise pin looking thing. Thrive. <gasps> she knows it. You're welcome. It is. It is Thrive. Thrive. It is a hundred percent Thrive. That's amazing. And you got this random ad in your stories. Yes. And, and it's you and it's up. eyeshadow. You literally just like draw on, and it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I'll probably buy more shades. More shades of it. So I do that. I've done hair products. Oh, I've done clothes and shoes and George. I mean, I've done it all, George. Wow. I've done it all. Okay. But it's great. But for me, I'm not mad at it. Because instead of me walking through the mall like I would have 20 years ago, see stuff, Clinique, or whatever the thing was. Now it comes to you in an Instagram ad. It's right there. I don't have to leave my house. Thanks, but how do you combat it? So you've done it, I'm sure, too. What have you done? I have done it. I was just checking because I almost felt. So here's what I do. It's kind of like putting it in the cart, but then you never do it. I swiped up, gave my information, and they're emailing me now. You know, they have these what's called an email drip campaign, a journey, if you will. Well, they try to then sell you on the thing. And I fell for an app called Full Sleep. I guess it's an app. I think it's like a session that is like. Online therapy? I don't know. Because I need to sleep better. Yeah. And apparently I was talking about that with someone. And they hear it because it's always listening. We talked about this in our yeah, first they, episode. It is, it is. On the convenience culture trends that made us broke. And so, yes, I have fallen for it. I can't remember the time I actually, like, gave money to one of these ads. But I've oh, definitely swiped well, up. You, you godly child over there. You just sit Thank back you. and sip your margarita. I'm not, well, so the, but the <laughs> way to combat it, Rachel— my- is to not give them your money immediately. Sleep on it. No Sleep pun intended. On it. I know. Yep. But here's my thing. If it's in the budget and I have a personal line item and I haven't spent much money and I see something I want. Like I have the money, Rachel, like blow money, fun yeah, money. Totally. And line I'm like, item. you know what? I see a pin that's eyeshadow. Sure. I'll click that link. Why not? That's not a bad thing. Can I be honest with you? I don't know the if difference. If you have it budgeted. Between eyeshadow and mascara. Can you just tell me right here? George, are you kidding me? Eyeshadow Whitney is what goes in the eyelid, right? Die. Yes, yes. Mascara like is good. Eyelashes. They're so close together. And eyeliner, eyeliner mean, goes right underneath. Underneath or and above. So you go two and two. Be honest, they're confusing. Shadow, liner, mm. mascara, it's mm. all in a, within a half inch vicinity. George, just. The guys just go listening, on Big if there's any men listening, back me up on that. <laughs> Anyways, DM us your fun, guiltiest charged questions on Instagram at Rachel Cruz or at George Camel with a K, and we might use it on an upcoming episode. All right, George, I think your drink is lower than mine. I did really, I mean, it was delicious. I loved it. It was great. Almost nutritious. Almost nutritious. Okay, what do you rate it? This is a rare 10 out of 10 for me. (gasps) Wow. Lindsay. Oh my gosh, I'm so honored. Lindsay, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna echo it. Oh my gosh. It, it literally tastes like a restaurant spicy margarita. I would have paid $18 for this at oh. a high-end Nashville restaurant. It was so good. Okay, break it down for us. So us, break it down. There are six ingredients: Blanco tequila, jalapeno simple syrup, homemade. Oh, that's the secret sauce. Orange liqueur, freshly squeezed lime juice, and some sliced jalapenos. And it comes out. To just four dollars a glass, even after all of that, and I'm telling you, this is this would be a pricey cocktail at a restaurant. So highly encourage you make this one at home. Let us know what you think about it. If you like a little spice in your life, go watch a reality show. We'll give them the simple syrup recipe as well. For oh, sure. so I we're want not that. only going to give you the recipe for the cocktail, but you can also make the homemade jalapeno simple syrup at home, thanks to producer Lindsay. So we'd love to know what you think. Check out the. 
show notes, and we'll give you the recipe. We've got those for both cocktails and mocktails, so give us your suggestions. If you've got suggestions for either of those, we'd Let love to know. hear them. Yep. And make sure to follow us on social. Subscribe to this podcast if you haven't. Click on that follow button because uh, we're going to be talking more about culture, money, and how it affects our lives. It never ends. We'd love for you to leave a review too. If you enjoy yeah. the podcast, leave a good review. And leave five stars. Like if you hated it, like, you know, like my mom said, if you don't have anything nice to say, <laughs> don't, say, don't it. say it, you know, just leave it. But if you enjoyed it, we want other people to know that you enjoyed it. So share it, leave a five-star review. And as always, every Thursday, we'll be back with you for more Smart Money Happy Hour. Money Happy Hour.